What up, ouncers, and welcome to season five. Sweet. I know you're confused, Tom, because we skipped season four, uh, and that it's was a only Christmas special, wasn't it? <laughs> it's only been a year. <laughs> um, I was actually told that the Chinese fear the word or the number four, and I was told this by an unreliable source. And if you do a quick Google, you may prove me wrong right on the spot. Was it Plunky? <laughs> is it Plunky? Who's Plunky? <laughs> my, is that my, like the off-brand my, Bing? <laughs> like if you get even more off-brand than Google, <laughs> because off-brand Google is Bing, and then uh, off-brand Bing is Plunky? No, uh, Plunky was actually my fraternity big brother. How would anybody fucking know that? How would anybody be following <laughs> just, your I, stories right I, now? I just wanted to throw that out, Drew. All right. Hey, Plunky. Confuse you. Shout out to Plunky. Shout That's out to right. Plunky. That's right. He actually well, lives uh, where you used to live, Drew. In hell. Uh the northeast Possibly. is pretty much yeah. Uh, no, the no, northwest. Oh, northwest. North- oh, he's yeah. in he's up in uh, the he's, Pacific Northwest. Yeah, somewhere around there. Yep. All right. Yeah, it's a large area. Yeah. Vast territory. Oregon. I have oh, no idea in where, Oregon. Yeah, I have no idea where in it's Oregon. It's a small state. Yeah. So yeah. Um, small <laughs> compared to what, my Johnson? <laughs> wow. What is? Who who invited you today? You did, Drew. Jesus you Christ! Did. You know what's funny is I was telling uh, our guest today, Ren. I was like, don't worry, it's not a real show. Like we just kind of you know, bullshit and stuff. And I was hoping he'd be surprised and was like, what are you talking about? This is a very real show. You guys are so professional. And you're like, hey, shout out to Plunky. And, <laughs> you know, Oregon small compared to my dick. <laughs> so, yeah, off to a good season five start. It is great. Um, it is great. I think we're only 10 episodes in and we're already on season five. No, I think we're like 15, buddy. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, we're yeah. like a British we're like a British comedy series. We do three episodes, take three months off, and start again. Yeah. 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 All right. Check well, anyway, uh, before we get started, let's raise our ounce and say hello to my children. <laughs> hello, children. Hi. Vacate now. Thank you. Saying good night. Good night. What's up, dudes? All right. Good awesome. Night. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> my oh, no, hobby is open. being interrupted by children oh good job buddy. i know that you that you were worried about it they did not show up on the live <laughs> good well anyway as i was saying let's raise our ounce chin chin to the one ounce pour thanks for joining oh it still tastes like jack daniels yeah oh my god it's not as uh so ren oh. brought a bottle of bonded jack daniels mm-hmm. and explain it a little bit maybe so to be bottled and bond um Take a look at that over there. So back in whatever year, right, when whiskey was kind of getting regulated back in the day, in the okay. 1800s or so, All right. um, people were selling moonshine and stuff as snake oil and cures, and there's a lot of just crap in it. And so the government said, all right, well, we'll regulate whiskey because it's an American spirit. And so right. they said, all right, so you'll be bottled in bonded warehouses. So they... Did all the distilling and all that stuff, and then these warehouses are under government watch and like regulated and stuff. And so, to be bottled in bond, you have to be pulled out of the barrel and bottled at a hundred proof. And like I said, it's the most regulated whiskey on the planet. Basically, is a bottled in bond. And this one was supposed to be the 2022 top whiskey, but it's still kind of just tastes like Jack Daniels a little bit. Uh, yeah, the, the burp. Yep, is uh. About how it went down too. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, says it has rich notes of caramel, oak, and spice. Yeah, I got a little spice. I but I think they took uh, KFC's secret <laughs> spices no. and just threw it in a, <clears throat> a barrel. It's not bad. It's just not great. Yeah. Uh, but surprisingly, even with our name, we're not a show about whiskey. Tom, mm. what are we a show about? We're about hobbies. That's not hobbyists. right. No, we're, we're hobbyists. We're full blown hobbyists. Uh, my name is Drew. This is Tom, and what we do is interview people about their hobbies. And Unless to- you're going to the Sunshine Spa, Drew, you're not a hobbyist. I hate to tell you about it. Oh man, you know we're gonna have this argument till the 
day my breath ends, uh, I am going to get T-shirts made that say I'm a hobbyist for cool. sure. So, <laughs> and I'm going to give them to some friends and have them go into the Asian massage parlor and have kids <laughs> thrown out promptly. <laughs> Ren, <laughs> are you glad you came uh, on here today, absolutely. man? Oh, it's why, a great why time why already. Why don't you introduce yourself to our guests uh, who are all. Uh, I don't know, frothing at the mouth to learn. So excited to know yeah. who I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm Ren Puffuffuffuffuffuffuffuffuffuffuffuffuffuffuffuffuffuffuffuffuffuffuffuffuffuffuffuffuffuffuffuffuffuffuffuffuffuffuffuffuffuffuffuffuffuffuffuffuffu
I will 100% be able to drive back to my house down the freeway without having to bust out my toolkit and, and do it. So that's, that's why that's really the basis is those, that just the reliability you have with the Toyota. There's uh, a dude here in Utah and I've actually seen him driving around Draper. So I don't know if he's around here or where he's at, but he has a lifted Porsche. What's the SUV? Cayenne? The Cayenne? Oh, Cayenne. they're phenomenal as well. Yeah. But it's, it's all pink. And it has like a, like it's wrapped pink and it mm. has a map, I think. Really? Like a like topography map or like. No, like a. Like, I've seen those do, topo do, maps. Do, do, like kind of, oh, here's where you like go Like X map. marks. It's the yeah, spot yeah, kind of yeah, 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 exactly. And he, he drives around. We should find him on Instagram and be like, you were mentioned in the one ounce part. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he's huge on Instagram. <laughs> he if he's got that. Unsubscribes. <laughs> but he lives in it, I guess. Oh. And I, I don't know how much he lives in it because if you go through his reels, you're like, oh, I can see that you're also living in another location too. But it's interesting because he shows you how he lives in it and he like pushes the front seat all the way forward, has this like little pulley system to lift the bed up and push mm-hmm. it over. And then he has a, uh, whatever you call those roof rack tents, rooftop tents, rooftop tents yep. that goes on there. And it just seems like a very. Does it have a 23 on it, Drew? Uh, show it to me and I'll tell you. That's it. That's, that's the one. It. Look All at right. you. you I almost, when I first saw it, I was like, that's a weird baseball. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just because Porsches are so round yeah. and the map makes it look like a baseball. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Wow. Wow, what? Almost 80,000 followers. Yeah, yeah there I believe you go. it. But he, I think he bought it for like nine grand. He bought this Porsche for nine grand. It has like really? 115,000 mm-hmm. miles on it. He jacked it up. I think he has two of them. I don't know. I've done too much research into this one person. <laughs> At this point, I'm just starting to sound creepy. Uh, <laughs> hey there, buddy. Yeah, so I like heard you like Cayenne, yeah. pink Porsche Cayenne. Looks and, like he's about our age, too. Oh, and you're my age. Are you marrying? <laughs> <laughs> but it's like... I see, and you know what? The Asian massage parlor was less creepy than that, Drew. I don't. I don't know. One of them's one I of mean, them's creepy. One of them's problematic. I'll let the <laughs> listeners decide which. Which is which? So here's my question to the overlanding community. And before we, you go represent to, the entire overlanding I know, right? community I, and right I, now. And I'm not a true, true overlander in the sense that what or overlanding really means. Because you have kids. Exactly. Like <laughs> yeah. I can't just like hop in my car, like go on a three day adventure and live sleep in my in my vehicle unfortunately but i do go off the beaten path as much as possible so would that I'll would that honestly be your your thing like if you didn't have kids would you be like you know what i'm gonna do right i've now? thought about it so many times i'm gonna be one of those guys that drives 500 miles and lives in my toyota it, does that sound relaxing to you yes and no just think like think about being up in the mountains somewhere even doing the job that we do right being yeah. able to have a remote job or yeah. whatever being able to go up, wake up to a huge lake or like, you know, a, an overlook or something, right? Where you're just out there by yourself and you hop on and just do some work and then it sounds nice. You know, it does it, sound nice. It does. I, I love a shower though. And so that's, that's my thing. That's well, the thing. There's, there's ways to, to do that and all that shit that they, they get. But like, yeah, I like to be. I feel like people romanticize so much about like, this is what. I want to do with my life. Like, I feel like when 2020 hit and the pandemic and van life became Mm -hmm. a a huge thing, people were like, I'm going to give up my whole life. I'm going to live in a van. I'm going to work out of my van. You you kept seeing all these people buying transits and Mercedes and upfitting them. They spent like six months upfitting them just to go drive around. And at some point they had to say, God, this fucking sucks. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I mean, we work in the industry where we get to see it. And it was at one point like vans, stripped out vans were very popular. Yeah. And then six months later, fully upfitted vans became very popular on eBay. (laughs) It's just like, come buy my van. Yeah. I think I couldn't do it. There's no, there's no way. I I like the creature comforts of life too much. I could go on trips, but I couldn't. Make it my lifestyle. Absolutely not. No. No. I actually saw this one thing on Instagram too where this girl's like, things that you don't realize about overlanding. And she was like, you get used to critters living with you. And she's in a, she wasn't even in a van. She was in a Prius that she's living in. And you saw this big rat just run across the top of her sunroof. I was like, oh, F that. I'm like, nope, I'm out. Like, I saw that. I'd be like, 
Who wants it? 500 bucks. Exactly. It's yours. I'm gone. I'm just thinking about the smell, right? You sit in a car for eight hours, there's going to be some smells. I mean, you're just sitting in a car for eight hours. That, that's yeah. hot boxing yourself is what you're doing. Absolutely. Yeah. And then you now choose to not shower and then sleep yeah. in that said car. Yep. Then With you the wake up and, and you and, sleep yeah. again the next night and you drive eight hours and you do, you are literally hot boxing all your own body funk for I like 16 i saw a lot of guys have like national gym memberships though and that's where they go do all that crap yeah is i've seen that yeah. too yeah they yeah. go like one guy i watch on youtube his name's maverick have you ever seen him Mm-mm. i don't think so he's got like six different cars that he's completely outfitted and uh but yeah he's like there was times when he's just like yeah i've got this gym membership I can go there anytime. I shower, I get my workout in, and then I hit the road again. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think it's like <laughs> dating and being a full-time van life? Dude, Come back to that. Yeah. There was I a video of that. I bet he, and he, I bet he fucks. <laughs> yeah, for sure. He cleaned up. Like the girl that he was like, oh, yeah, this is a girl I met at the truck shop, and she invited me to the go camping. Shop? Yeah. He was getting some work done. He goes, yeah, this is a girl I met at the truck shop. No. Oh, he goes, we gosh. went to Moab. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. He... Uh, he, Do you want to have a dinner, then go back to the YMCA and shower, and then get in my van? <laughs> All the comments I'll, were I'll like, lower the yeah. front seat so we can get in the bed. <laughs> I got a full pulley system that'll wreck the bed up. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, and now we're going back to the last episode where <laughs> the last episode where we talked about uh, <laughs> the, uh, what, what did Colton talk about? It was like his favorite show on Netflix. <laughs> He talked about that one show that it was something about sex. Yeah, like, it was like oh, how, to sex, build a how to build a sex room. room. Yeah, yeah, he loves that, that shit. It. Yeah, he, he loves that. Yeah. That's all he talks about. Um, he said that somebody was doing like a a sex dungeon inside of a a double wide. <laughs> yeah, wait till the van life community gets in on <laughs> exactly. that. Exactly, like, there's oh, yeah, mobile here's, sex here's, dungeons. Yeah. Here's my uh, BDSM van life. Oh, I believe that's it. a long hashtag. Hashtag BDSM, BDSM van life. Yeah, yeah. So back to. <laughs> your overlanding experience mm-hmm. uh is this something you got into pre-kids post-kids what what was the big catalyst for that really so uh, kids um i got an i had a nissan xterra we bought one we were looking for an suv it was just kind of that transition i was never going to buy a fucking minivan and so we were looking for a bigger car and we ended up getting a nissan xterra that i loved and would go everywhere in and up close to me there's if you ever heard of Hardware Ranch, uh, where whereabouts is that? It's north. It's like Brigham City. Then I have City. not okay. heard of it. Yeah. So <laughs> on on the way to Bear Lake, there's a place called Hardware Ranch where kids is awesome. So in the wintertime, they feed elk, and so oh, you okay. can like go on this horse, you know, sleigh ride basically, and they feed a shit ton of elk that come down. Right. But anyways, there's that's kind of the the starting point of a bunch of trailheads that go the back way to Bear Lake, and so. We'd go up there, and and that's really what it started is in the Xterra, and then we had another Xterra, and I've had, I can't remember, 17 cars, different vehicles, 18 or so in the past 10 years. That's kind of the the car guy thing, right? You just have so many Especially working in the industry, yeah. Yeah. And so for a while, I didn't have one, and then I got my first 4Runner a few years back, and then that's kind of my car now. And so that's just what got me into it, and... Like I said before, I just love to be and see things that you wouldn't see unless you went off-road a little bit. Okay. And is there like a, this is this is the unit I want? What I have now is what I, what is I the, want. Yeah, it's like, the Toyota 4Runner for, TRD. Yep. Yeah, so I have a 21 4Runner TRD Pro um, that is in the lunar rock color. It's like gray-green. and Hence Lunar Turd. Exactly. Yeah, oh. if you lunar guys want to find him on Instagram, it's Lunar Turd. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's a nice green turd that just pops out but um no so i yeah it's what i want the only way i'm going to get rid of that thing is if the new forerunner that they release in five years or whenever the fuck they're going to do it is god's gift to the earth or if i total it it's the only way i'm going to get rid of this thing in not to car guy nerd out too much i feel like we're so close right now to god's gift on earth with just vehicles and that's a big statement i know that's a big statement but like the electric the electrification of everything 
has just been insane. Yeah. Right? And the Rivian SUV is one oh that I've been looking God. at a lot. Oh, like it's, it's so nice. If I think really, you know, the the new Toyota Sequoia comes it's a hybrid and Right, but it's right, not but it's not a real hybrid, but, but it's, it's it's a hybrid for for performance, exactly. not a hybrid for saving, which it it saves fuel mm-hmm. for sure, but it's just like the Jeep 4XE. Yeah. Like the Jeep 4XE, I have a Gladiator mm-hmm. and I have the diesel. Which you've been to Moab. We're I've have to talk to about Moab. that. I'm yep. stoked for that. Uh, but if the Gladiator had the 4XE option, I would have got it. Just like if the Gladiator would have had the 392 option, I probably would have got that too. <laughs> <laughs> but the reason the 4XE is so cool is because that electrification is not designed for I'm going to go in EV mode and do crawling. Mm-hmm. right it's for i'm gonna go in ev mode and go to the grocery store exactly so, but it's like right. 490 something foot pounds of torque at at instant rpm because it's combining the gas and the electric yeah. and just giving you all that torque right out of the gate and then the electric motor assists and then later on the sorry the gas motor assists and then later on the electric motor assists the gas motor mm-hmm. with that whole sailing effect but it's just like we're so close like who would have thought I, I'm thinking like back when I worked at a dealership in 2012, hybrids were dumb. Yeah, garbage. <laughs> they were so dumb. Yeah. They were like, hey, you know, oh, I got a Prius and 45 mm. miles per gallon and blah, blah, blah. And that just skyrocketed to the point where we're at right now, where it's like uh, the electrification that's happening is not in that Prius mindset. You still have all eight gears. You're still, you know, four wheel yeah. drive, everything. It's just that, that added power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, getting more power and being able to have more flexibility. And that's really like the combination of the two of like, yeah, I can save a little fuel when I'm going to the grocery store or, or you know, mall crawling is what you're right. right. You're just your daily day to day. But then when I'm out, I have, you know, more flexibility and, and more range sometimes. And, you know, with a little combination of that. And obviously that's the big thing is like, I'm like paranoid whenever I go off road, like the, before I, set a tire off road i fill up my gas tank no matter what even if i know that i've been on this trail 27 times and it's an hour long and it's gonna you know not even drop up below full right but there's (laughs) just that constant like fear so to have that added benefit and that bonus of hey i I have this i know my range is longer i know that you know i don't need to get a jerry can to throw on the back you know that kind of stuff like it's just gonna open up so much cool stuff when you think about it i mean you plan for the worst right absolutely and I tell my wife, if it snows, or if we know it's going to snow, go fill up your gas tank. She's like, why? Well, it's because if you get in an accident and you're stuck in the middle of nowhere and you're snowed in, you want to be able to have heat yeah. and you got to run the yep, gas exactly. out of heat. So I think it's one of those, uh, I, I, I hear you on that. That's, yeah. that's a big thing. And to that point, the whole electrification of everything People always talk about that. Uh, what do they call it? The mileage. Oh, what's it called? The the range for range fear, or range phobia. Yeah, or whatever. yeah, yeah. They're gonna run out. And be like everybody run. has that right now, anyway. Exactly. <laughs> I was talking yeah. to my dad about that the other day. He's like, oh, you know, he made he sent me some meme about you know diesel generator giving uh, Tesla uh, enough to go down the street or whatever. I'm like, yeah, but there's also those dumbasses in their Priuses that run out of gas still you know what i mean like it's you just you know your vehicle you aren't a moron right so (laughs) speaking at you know like your dad's sense right this mm -hmm. is like an older generation thing and i i i don't understand it where it's like it's not and i've actually seen this on uh instagram before where it's like a voiceover where it's like it's no longer gas versus diesel it's now us versus the electrified cars and then it's like some guy doing a burnout or something where did this all come from? Why are you guys not super fucking pumped for instant torque? Yeah. It's so much power and it happens yeah. so quickly. Why is this not something everybody in the car community is excited for? I mean, I don't, I don't personally get it either. Like, I, it just boils down to nobody likes change, is what it is. Oh, People yeah. get ingrained sure. and, sure. and, and it don't doesn't make, it, you know, supposedly doesn't make noise, even though some of the coolest noises come from electric cars. Yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah, I get it. I totally get it. I get the whole, you know, V8 sounds so good. And, you know, I'm putting a V8 in my Dodge. 
and I'm excited for that. I'm not putting an EV swap mainly because of the uh, cost associated <laughs> yeah. with it. You're not a multimillionaire. Well, well, yeah. Right. yeah. Well, it's, I mean, let's be real. Uh, the motors aren't that expensive. You can go on, I think it's like EV West or Revolt and find one of their systems for like eight grand, which is basically what a crate V8 is costing these days. Really? But what's expensive is the management system, the battery pack. Yeah. Every the batteries honestly are the most expensive part of these these new electrified. How much builds. are those? Oh, you're looking at like twenty thousand dollars for a good battery, and it you don't want to get an inexpensive battery because you're trying to put you know big huge horsepower to the ground or torque to the ground. Right. So you want to get something you know I don't know anything about electric cars or any I'm not even to pretend, but it's something about getting the kilowatts to the ground. Got ya. Yeah. Don't know what that all formulates or relates to, but you know it's that's the expensive part is making sure that you have a battery that you can suck a bunch of energy out of without you know it overheating or depleting or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, that makes sense. If you're a car guy, stop fucking shitting on electric cars. Yeah. <laughs> They're so cool. They're just I don't I don't understand it. I for one fear change true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's just fun, like. I think a big part of that is they don't, they've never really experienced that themselves, right? Like, so I remember being at the Nissan dealership where I started and, and driving a Leaf for the first time, and Leafs are garbage, little tiny cars, right? And right. still just the straight torque that you get, right? Yeah. And now we have a Tesla right now, too, in addition to my 4Runner, and it's just a Y, so it's not even a cool S or whatever that has all the insane stuff, but it's just so fun. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just... To have that instantaneous thrust, it's like well, in the center of gravity is all yeah, down, exactly. like you know, flat floors. You don't have a drive line going through them. Like, yeah, it's fun. In my opinion, I think I don't think gas engines should die because I also like archaic stuff. Absolutely, hence all my vinyl out there. <laughs> but like, I like I like my V8s and I like my loud engines and everything like that. But I also like the fact that. You can get instant, just throw you back in your seat, and the center gravity is at the ground because all the weight's down there, and it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's so much fun. Yeah. Okay, so we're way off of a huge tangent on something that doesn't even matter. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit more about overlanding? Where Where do you expect overlanding to take you? I mean, is this something? Because like when I think of a hobby, I think of it as something that like you're striving to be better at. You're striving to yeah do bigger things with it. Is this, I feel like overlanding is one of those things where the strive is just a pay thing. <laughs> I mean, to a certain extent. So like you mentioned, like I have some pictures in some sketchy places, right? Like I experienced my first like slide off this past spring. And so this Christmas I got a bunch of recovery gear, right? And oh, nice. the people that helped me with the recovery, it's this great group, you know, Utah off-road recovery in they are just a bunch of guys that gone through a course. They're all, it's a full on nonprofit. So they've got, you know, they have CBs and they go through training to do, you know, EMT almost kind of stuff, but they have all that stuff. So I think that's where my next step would be is if, you know, I could get a winch and, you know, move on to that kind of stuff. So it's just learning more stuff. And for me, it's just constantly seeing, like I said, something new or even seeing something that I've seen before at a different time of day it's crazy right and so right. stuff like that and and i look back at my confidence levels from when i started in my little xterra or even my first forerunner till now like what i feel like going down the road and i see a, a, like a rock it's like oh back in the day i was like oh maybe i'll just go around and i was like no that's probably like six inches and i have 12 inch plus of grant clearance i'll just we'll just keep driving it's not gonna be an issue yeah right or coming down off a, a step or something right where i would be totally creeping and and try not to hit it and other times now i like know that oh if i go out this angle instead i'm gonna you know so just constantly improving and, and i don't ever want to be pushing myself to like wreck my vehicle but because it's your daily exactly well, right? yeah that's that's yeah. the hard part too it'd be fun to just have something to beat the shit out of just like go out and like like, like an old 22 re or something yeah exactly just, just ls swap it. yeah that'd be it'd be awesome to to not have to worry about it but in the meantime right just kind of taking those new steps and and finding stuff and so you know for me it's just like i said finding new finding 
the good old Chevy slogans, find a new road or whatever the fuck it is, right? But like, it's true, like finding cool stuff and and going on longer and better trips and just exploring. And money. Yeah, money. That's yeah. the thing. Fucking money. My next like thing, if continue to build my current Forerunner, would be to do a probably a front bumper, at least a partial front bumper with a winch integration. Um, and then, once again, the next money... Influx right. would be a rear bumper, right? With the you know swing out tailgate or you know spare tire and stuff, and that all that stuff would be awesome to have. But right now, really, like what I have, I have a li- little lift, I have bigger tires, I have rock sliders, and I can go anywhere that I really want to go right now with my family, right? Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, so that's that's the fun part. Is like, yeah, if I'm not gonna go with my kids and we're gonna go with some buddies or whatever, then I would want more and more stuff. But like. I go anywhere that I want to go in Moab with mine and up where I'm at. And so it's fun. It's, I'll tell you, it's, uh, with anything, with any hobby, it becomes an instant, like, oh, yeah. well, you know what? Again. I need to grab this part or I need to do this. Thing. I, like, when I was dirt biking, I had a KTM 300, right? I started on YZ80 and then worked up to KTM 300. I do not, I never needed a KTM 300, right? That's like top tier who races Erzberg, like buys a KTM, Graham Jarvis and Johnny Walker and all the greats. And I had one. <laughs> and I was so proud because I was like, this is finally going to make me good. <laughs> Turns out that riding skills have a lot more to do what? with it. Yeah, I know. That's it's crazy. crazy. <laughs> but I mean, I was like lightening up the frame. I was getting like certain seats with like the, you know, the butthole on it. And so I wouldn't get launch it you're you're not scooting back mm-hmm. on the seat too much i got you know frame grips uh redid the head <laughs> like damn i did uh, a venturi style carburetor the smart carb system thinking like oh that's what's that's what's stopping me <laughs> is the fact that when i go from you know five thousand to twelve thousand feet elevation i'm losing power <laughs> like no you're fat <laughs> <laughs> I'm like shaving all this weight off this bike, but not your body. But not my body. <laughs> In fact, the body's going up. In Why yes? I'll have another double cheeseburger, yeah. please. I'm like worried. Like, uh, you know, I don't know. Is is that gonna add too much weight to my bike? And then I'm like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> this is good beer. <laughs> You're adding the weight. Yeah. But to that point, like, I went uh, down to Moab. I took my Jeep, mm-hmm. and I was so excited. I don't have a real Jeep, by the way. I have the truck Jeep, which isn't even a real truck either. So uh, I took my not real truck, not real Jeep down to Moab, and I did chicken... Corners? Chicken corners. Yeah. We talked about that. Yeah. Think. And I had my wife and two kids in the vehicle, and it was so much fun. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy is we did it in a stock Gladiator, and it, it that's did a it great trail because it's it's so, there's fun little spots where it gets a little sketch especially yep. if you're inexperienced like it's 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 a lot of fun but then it's just as great views like seeing dead horse yeah. point from the backside is gorgeous and seeing the what's the river that you're Colorado River seeing the Colorado River that mm-hmm. you're like trailing right by. That whole experience, I was like, this is it. This is my new hobby. This is what I'm going to get into. This is what I'm going to do. But the problem is, is like, I have too many hobbies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got to pick and choose what I want to put on my vehicle. Like, for me, it's always like exhaust intake, exhaust intake. But that's not what the off road no, community is about. Yeah. It's like, keep your stock exhaust, keep your stock intake. You want to lift it, you want to get bigger tires. Um, I, didn't feel at any point I had a clearance issue and I'm on stock yeah. with the, I think the 33s stock mm-hmm. or something like that. And I yeah. was fine. 275s probably. 265 <sighs> I don't maybe. know. I yeah. have no idea. Honestly, I don't know enough about the Jeep, but uh, riding around and everything, I got back and one of my buddies was like, yeah, you need to do this, this, and this, and this, and this, and this, and this, and this. And I'm like, I just, I got to <laughs> finish my other projects first. <laughs> But that's the great thing. Is I got a dodge in pieces in a garage. <laughs> you don't need to do that to have fun. You got, like say you just went and well, like yeah. had a, a blast with the family and stuff. But it's but yeah. it's, it's harkening back to that KTM. Like, yeah. do I need this thing lifted? No. No. Yeah. Do I need all the bells and whistles? No. But there's a part of me that still sits online and is like, well, I, mean, yeah. I should actually exactly. Get some yeah. <laughs> like me, like, do I really need my rock sliders that I got? Like probably not obviously not for like 95 percent of the time that i 
have my vehicle out. But right, right. I know that there's going to be a time when I'm in Moab or, you know, I this past fall up, uh, there's Farmington Canyon right by my house, just above Lagoon. Oh, yeah. And there's a ton of trails up there, which is awesome. It's a nice, like, 20-minute drive to get on top of the mountain, and then from there I can go wherever the hell I want to go, right? And I was going down. I was like, oh, let's see where this goes, right? And the trail got real tight and real steep on one side, Ooh. and there was branches and stuff. I got some nice racing stripes. But yeah. one big thing was there was a stump that definitely went along my rock sliders that would have been along the bottom of my you know, door frames and stuff if oh. I wouldn't have had them. And so I'm like, all right, well, I guess that justifies my justification, yeah, yeah. right? There you go. But it's just, yeah, just little things that you just don't need. It's nice mm. to have, and it's a blast, and it's fun to just add and look at cool stuff. But, yeah, you don't need it to have fun, and and that uh, that's really what I really love the most about overlanding or off-roading, however you want to put it. It's just you can just go. F- My favorite uh, Moabi overlanding thing is that there is a guy in Moab that has a P86, and for all you nerds out there that are also one of my brethren that had a police interceptor, this dude has a police interceptor, and he does, what is it, Hell's Revenge? Yep. In a freaking police interceptor. The proof of you do not need... Not at all. ...any kind of crazy shit to do what this guy was doing. And you've heard me talk about this on the show before, but the Crown Vic by Ford is... Still one of my all-time favorite vehicles I've owned. Uh, it's cap on frame, V8, rear-wheel drive. And this guy does all of this crazy stuff that people jack their Jeeps up to go do. And the, it, it's, I think, stock maybe has, like, some wedges. I think wedges. he's got a lift. Yeah, he's got the spacer lift. Is he has some spacers yeah. in the rear and, and the front. And yeah, I mean, it's four-link. Or it's, yeah, it is four-link. But it's the thing with him, though, is that's a perfect example of he has a car that he can beat the shit out of. Right. right? And so, like, me... There's stuff that I haven't done that I probably would have no problem doing, right? right. But so, I don't want to go down that road because what, what if I fuck it up? What you're telling me is you're going to go to a police auction, spend five grand on a <laughs> police interceptor, sell your Toyota, get a minivan, and then go beat the shit out of your uh, yeah, police no. interceptor. We should actually get... That'd see, this is project. why people need to pay us. Because we need to have your guys' money to play with and actually... Buy like a one ounce pour, put the two devils on the hood, police interceptor, and just go do hobbies in it. We'll rock crawl in it. We'll overland in it. We'll go to the Asian massage parlor in it. Tom will take it to <laughs> Asian massage parlors in it. <laughs> you get so many Ugh. listeners. Uh, I, I mean, like growing up here with, you know, K Bear 101. Oh, yeah. You know, they used to have their H, H Hummer, whatever, H2 or H3. Oh, yeah. They used to drive around and. That's one car, not H2 or H3, but if I could find an H1 Hummer, Oof. oh, that three, would be... Three miles to the gallon. Here's, oh, oh, fuck yeah. yeah. Who <laughs> gives a <laughs> shit? So, no, listen to this. I was at, uh, at Harmon's Filling Up, which is a grocer out here in Utah. Um, and when I was filling up, this guy pulled up and he was in the new TRX, the new Dodge Hellcat powered mm-hmm. F... Or, sorry. Raptor F, fighter. Raptor fighter. And he pulled up next to me, and uh, he saw that I was putting the green nozzle in, which is diesel. And he's like, hey, did that thing a diesel? And I was like, yes. And he's like, oh, cool. What, what kind of fuel economy do you get? And I was like, ah, I mean, like, you know, we were going up to Missoula, and I almost got 25. Like, it was 24.8 or something like that. And around town, I get about 20. And he's like, oh, God, that's awesome. I was like, oh, what do you get? <laughs> <laughs> And for those that don't, six. for those that don't know, this is a six point two liter supercharged Hemi, and that is designed for a two wheel drive unit, and instead is now in a four wheel drive unit. And uh, he was like, "Oh yeah, if I don't drive aggressively, I'm getting about seven, but I drive pretty aggressively. Mine says about four to five. It's like holy uh, shit! It's like, <laughs> it's like that goes, Simpsons episode. What do you get?" Zero high, zero streets, <laughs> one <laughs> highway. Yeah. Yeah. But he goes, you know, I didn't buy this for the fuel economy. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah no, that makes sense. Yeah. You know? yeah. That's the same as my forerunner. Like, I get shit fuel economy, but it's my it's my vehicle, and I will always have it, and it is what it is. Like, I, I mean, make sure that I fill, fill up before I go yeah. on a trail. That is, 
hobbying one hobbyists 101 is finding what you want to fill up and loving it to death I hope they take just that soundbite and use it forever. I'm really, worried. <laughs> I'm really trying. I'm really trying not to uh, chime in here, Drew. Uh, yeah. Pineapples. Pineapples. Um, Upside down pineapples. Anyway, what we are in Utah. When has your hobby gotten you in trouble? That is my. We need to get back to that question. That is my favorite question. We we keep forgetting to ask that question. When yeah. has your hobby gotten you in trouble? And I feel like either you have a good story or you don't. I hope the fuck you make up a good story. No, so <laughs> it's. The most trouble that I've been in was, like I said, this past spring where I, it was the first time that I've slid off and it was a nightmare for me personally, right? Because, so how it went is it's, it's not early spring, right? It's probably May, I think is when it happened. Um, We went up to, have you heard of Monte Cristo up in Northern Utah? No? No. Anyway, so basically went through Hardware Ranch and there's a way to get to my Cristo and there's this trail, right? So went and it was obviously family, right? And my mom came, she has a, I call it a baby Bronco, but it's the Bronco sport. She was stoked to get one because she works at Ford dealership. She wanted to go on adventures with us too and and stuff. Yeah. So it was fun. And Oh, not to, not to hold you up there. Sorry. Just back to this whole Hell's Revenge thing. Did you see that there was a Badlands Bronco Sport that did all of Hell's yeah, Revenge? Yeah, that's pretty impressive. It is, again, just proof like you don't exactly. need the fucking no. crazy Jeeps no, or anything. No, no, like, no. Yeah. That's a unibody for me. That's, mm-hmm. that's a C2, yeah. as Ford calls it. Ford has the Escape, Bronco, and Maverick all on the same platform. They're called the C2. And yeah. it went and did Hell's yeah. Revenge. It's it's crazy. And I was pretty stoked on this little, the, yeah. little baby Bronco that she has. Like, Which one did she get? Oh, that's a good question. I don't have the two liter in it, not the one five. Yeah, it's it's pretty loaded up. Badlands. Yeah, it's the Badlands. That's what it was. Yeah, and so we went and having a great time. We went through this little patch of snow with you know a little you know steep hill on the side, right? Yeah, and went through and going down the trail, and it's a loop trail that we're going to go on and hit back into the highway. Oh, right. Yeah, but right after we went through the snow, about a mile and a half or so down, there's this giant tree that had fallen across the trail. Oh. And some people had kind of gone off down the hill and up and around, and we probably could have done it, but my mom had had her car for two weeks maybe at this oh, time. Oh, okay. Right? I knew that my forerunner was going to have no problem, right? But I was like, all right, well, you know, all right, we'll just turn around and go back. Yeah. Well, we're going, and like I said, it's my whole family, so I'm... At the time, it was me, my wife, and my four-year-old in my forerunner, and my dog, Huck. So I have three dogs, golden retriever, golden doodle, and a French bulldog, and Huck's my golden retriever. He's in the back. And then my mom has my two other boys. And so they're following us, and we're going along, right? Same snow that we'd gone through 15 minutes, 30 minutes before. I'm going through, think nothing of it. All of a sudden, I just start sliding, start sliding, start sliding, start sliding, and I am down off. And your pictures, like I can send you, but I am like the trees are like this, and my forerunner is like this. Like wait, wait, so you actually slid off, went the, off the trail. Yeah, and if I would have kept sliding, I would have run into probably I don't know how big, but a giant pine tree, right? Pretty decent sized pine tree. I tried to kind of drive up out of it, right? But at the time with kids and the dog and everything, I was like, nope, we haven't tipped over yet, so I'm gonna take. <laughs> take what I got and run with this. And yeah. so, so I, we were, I was able to get everybody out and we then start, I started digging the snow cause I'm not going to have my mom try to drive through that. Right. Too. If I just sl- slid out. So yeah, so we, we did that and, and long story short, we were there for hours and hours and hours trying to dig snow. We were so lucky that three guys on these adventure BMW motorcycles that were coming up from, I want to say Argentina, maybe they're making this huge road trip. They had come the opposite way down that same trail that we were going on. Yeah. They had gone down around the tree and stuff, and they helped us dig out enough that I could get drive her Bronco past my forerunner, and we could all drive pack in the Bronco and, and drove home. So I left my forerunner there overnight. Oh so I called the Utah recovery team after, and and they were able to kind of winch me both back up, but. 
overall, right, it wasn't that bad, right? I was slid off, but it was more sketch for me as a dad. Like I'm right. like, yeah. yo, how my yeah. like my mom's here and my my wife and kids and like all this stuff, right? And so And you didn't immediately buy a winch after that? I yes, well money is the big I thing, mean, right? That's, money is yeah. huge. And so I've gone on little like I said, little stuff that I know that I'm not gonna need that, but I got recovery gear for Christmas and, and there you so go. I know like I don't have a winch yet, but that's yeah, definitely would have been nice for sure. That's just so much money and I mean daily driving. You know, I mean that's your daily driver. Yeah, exactly. So it's like yeah. your livelihood mm-hmm. slides down a hill. Yeah. Like you're saying, like get a get something you can beat the shit out of. Exactly. <laughs> you, right. you start watching your livelihood slide away from you, that's a different <laughs> Yeah. And and I guess I was lucky, but somebody like I said, I had to leave it there overnight, but somebody tagged my back bumper a little bit then rubbed it a little bit as they drove by but that was the only real damage that happened luckily and you know nothing else you know nobody was hurt and that's awesome. that, it was nice. scary shit for sure well because that's i mean all hobbies have their i mean i'm trying to think everybody that we've had on this show right everybody I bu- yeah i busted my knee when is when year. is a hobby not had a dangerous situation yeah. to it I'm trying to think of the most boring hobby, and there's not. I mean, everybody that we've Legos. luckily, luckily, Legos. Are you serious? Have you ever stepped on a Lego before? Well, what I'm saying though is, if you put them all on the table <laughs> and you're very careful with how you put it, you, you know, know I'm pretty, careful with yeah. my Legos. Come on, oh, yeah, Lego expert. But uh, can you? There's make always a something. That's a good one though. Like I've asked this question to a lot of people, and they've been like, "Oh man, that's crazy." One time. Uh, I don't know, and then it's this awkward thing. That that's a good one. Yeah, that's yeah, that's by far For the sure. most. I mean, I've gone through stuff and that I was like, oh, and now looking back, I was like, oh, I was totally fine right. as I did it, as I've learned and grown, right? But that was for sure the most sketch thing that could have been a really bad. I call them the the mortality moments, like uh, snowboarding. I I don't know if you do snow sports, but snowboarding I'll, i will get so comfortable i've been snowboarding since well i've been skiing since i was like six and i've been snowboarding since i was 11 i'm not great at all but i'm i'm good enough that i look like i kind of know what i'm doing but then i'll get comfortable and i'll forget that i'm fatter <laughs> and that I'm more out, out of shape than ever and i'll just be like oh yeah you know like have my hands on my on my backpack or something just be like yeah yeah and then just hit the wrong edge (laughs) 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 oh oh god and then i'll ski or i'll snowboard like an old man for the rest of the day (laughs) or you're like motorcycle or mountain biking and you hit a little wiggle Mm -hmm. it's like oh oh god (laughs) those mortality moments i think that's what separates the uh the hobbies you know like if it's a hobby that has a mortality moment i don't know about hockey I'm sure there's none, as it's not a very physical sport. No, not at yeah. all. Not at all. No, no, no. 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 Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sam, <laughs> Sam will be beautiful. Sam and Mojo will be listening to this, and they'll be like, "Fuck you, fuck <laughs> you." Then. Actually, there was a kid who got his uh, aorta sliced by a skate. See, hockey is deranged. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. The, so that football guy, you know, the yeah. one oh, one whose heart yeah, he's stopped. Yeah, good. Yes. That's a hockey. Yeah, that's a hockey injury. I, I just learned hitting the puck. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. it's like a small a... projectile like mm-hmm. injury that happens more in With sports hockey. like yeah. that. That's yeah. But it happened to that guy in football, dude. It has been a crazy start to the year. Can we all yeah. just take a moment all, and realize that happened all the same day? Yeah, like, like, holy that shit, happened. That was and then uh, Ken Block. Ken died. Block. Holy Fuck shit! That. I mean, yes, yeah. his soul. For those who don't know who Ken Block is. What the fuck have you been doing yeah, on the internet? Stop whatever you're doing and Google right now. Quit yeah. looking at porn and realize that this guy's a god. <laughs> and he is now ruling like the heavens cuz that I mean I I remember seeing his first Jim Comma and being like holy shit. Just my it, it was insane. Mm-hmm. That guy changed my whole view on motorsports cuz I mean drifting used to be like Tokyo Drift, you know, yeah, pull yeah. the e-brake and kind of half-ass slide around a corner and yeah, like what's, go around in a donut and then yeah, maybe this. Yeah. Like, yeah. what's the point? But then you realize he took so much of his rally experience and put it into his showmanship. You're like, oh, there's a reason he's actually coming around that corner like that and accelerating. He's just doing it in a grandiose way. But like every single Jim Comma, I had 
subscribed on my phone that it would like alert and I, w- I would watch it on the day i forever got goosebumps every time i watched it the hoonicorn mm-hmm. like the hoonicorn video when he first released that hoonicorn video in uh la that was insane i'm not gonna say i started working at a ford dealership because <laughs> of ken block but like that guy made Ford the coolest outfit on the planet he took Hyundai in his in the last couple years. Hyundai's a, I mean, you know, Hyundai has some cool cars, right? Right. Let's all admit that out loud. Um, but they're not the coolest car company out it's there. It's a Korean classical music car, Drew. <laughs> it's not the coolest car company out there. <laughs> but he made Hyundai pretty fucking cool. Like the whole Hyundai Kona rally cross he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then having all the real life Hyundai Konas that you could upfit with all his gear on there. The Ford Focus RS oh. had drift. That's a that's a stock production car that had drift mode built into it because of Ken Block. You want to talk about just sway power there? Yeah, guy's amazing. Mm. For all you that don't know, if you have if never watched a video online before in your entire life, just go on YouTube, hit Jim Kama, and watch everything this guy has done. Out of all the celebrity deaths in the whole world, I've always been like, why do people care? Like, who cares? Right? Paul Walker, he's a car guy. He yeah. passed. I was like, whatever. Right? <laughs> I know that there's probably people that are like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't know him. Yeah. I have no yeah. idea. I've met. There's that personal, yeah. Yeah, I've met him. Like, mm-hmm. I, I've met Ken Block on an airplane. My dad embarrassed me in front of him. Like, that guy is. He's so down to earth. He's so cool. He lived out in Rockport, Utah, or as all the Utah uh, like to call it, Park City. Yeah. Go watch his videos. That guy was just amazing. He he. It shook me finding out that he passed. Yeah, absolutely. It was crazy. It was, was well, didn't nuts. Jeremy Renner get yeah, hurt? Yeah, that same day. Yeah, Jeremy yeah. Renner got run over by a snowplow in the morning, and then... What a start. Ken Block died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I found out my wife was looking up to try to find more information. We were watching the game, and it's like, oh, it's... Does TMZ have any info on nice. on the football player and stuff? And then she's like, uh, "What?" And like, yeah. So that was a crazy day. It's been yeah. a crazy. But yeah, it's just always that risk level that you have with whatever passion you have in your life, right? And the mortality things, right? And that mortality check is real, yep. but it's something yeah. I think separates people. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. some of the greatest people out there push that you know, where they get that mortality check and they just keep going. Yep, exactly. And that's what makes them great. Mm-hmm. I'm just never yeah. going to be great. I yeah, like there's... I like living. I like my life. <laughs> I like all that. I mean, like snowboarding. I've never done a backflip my entire life. Why? Because I'm not going <laughs> to I'm not, not going to do die. that. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to land on my head and die. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah, your whole it. spine is, is mm-hmm. vulnerable to that whole scenario. Yeah. And it's like dirt biking. I was so happy riding around in the woods and riding around in the desert and like, being that okay writer, I never needed to be the best because here's the crazy part: a small percentage of people actually get to be the best. <laughs> hence, why this was a hobby for me and not a career. Yeah, yeah. And hence, why I love hobbies and not careers because I've never made a career out of shit. <laughs> That's my <laughs> hobby. <laughs> and with all of our great listeners, you guys are so amazing. This will continue to be my hobby. <laughs> <laughs> not my career. <laughs> not gonna be. Uh, we're not gonna be the next. Okay. Joe Rogan, so huh? hey, but we're gonna we're gonna pause here on the whole mortality shit because that's depressing and that's not what our show's about. We're gonna pivot because it is a new year and this is our first show of the new year. Yeah. We had a great Christmas. Great to special, be here on you know? your first show. Chin chin. We had a great Christmas special, but what is your New Year's resolution? Hobby based oh. New Year's resolution. Don't be like I want to lose weight because. We know that's not going to happen. So It is happening. Is it? True, yeah. You look great. Thank you. I yeah. appreciate it. And yeah. by lose weight, you just shaved your beard and <laughs> yeah. your mustache. I lost about three pounds <laughs> off my beard. Uh, no, so I guess hobby would probably be to probably push a little bit further with my photography skills with my Overland stuff. <gasps> Hold on. Nice. Is that a hobby of yours is photography? I mean, I t- took photography in high school. <laughs> yeah. Hey. No, so I got a drone last Christmas, not this past Christmas, the Christmas before, and so like started doing some cool like drone videos and stuff with my friends, just doing it right. and stuff, and so really just kind of pushing. Do you that ever a put bit the more. drone above your bed and just like film that? 
Mm, not yeah, yet. not yet. No, 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 no. <laughs> Subscribe to his own <laughs> <laughs> lunar turd. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I think that's probably my next is to like find some cool ways to to film some other stuff because I, like I said, it's great to be able to go back and say, oh, that was really fucking cool to like see this stuff in person. Like we, I remember this one trip to Mahab. We had gone and like. It was right instead of going into Dead Horse and Canyonlands uh, National Park. There's a, there was a turnoff, and we're like, all right, well, let's see where that goes, right? And we went, and yeah. all of a sudden, there's this massive canyon that we came across. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, oh, cool. just insane stuff that you know. Now I would love to go back there and be able to take additional cool pictures and like maybe you know take some cool video of coming up. And so I think that's probably the next this year is to push my skills that way and to be able to find some cool ways to. To do stuff that I wasn't able to do before. Oh, nice. Mm. Yeah. What, what about, about you, Drew? I was going to say Thomas. Oh. I was going to go around the table that way. Oh, okay. Come on, Thomas. Uh, honestly. You finally kick your OnlyFans off the ground. Finally got it off the ground, All man. All right. Yeah. yeah it's going to be go. the next two turn, Tony. What can I say? T- I the fact that you know somebody's name. <laughs> I was going to say, I have no idea. But Dude, he, he paid off no, his uh, just sister's stop. student loans with, uh, his, with his wang. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's my goal. There you go. <laughs> No, it, all kidding aside, um, my goal is to actually hike King's Peak and then go, oh, and then all go right. try, hopefully, try and go over to Rainier or maybe into the Rockies. Yeah, That's because awesome. we had that show with Xana yeah. where we were discussing uh, summiting different mm-hmm. peaks, and I think you were saying you wanted to do it. See, I'm not going to... Mine's just straight hiking. I'm oh, not going to get into okay. like that. Well, let's... Oh, this is a good place to pause because shows ago or something you we had a, a show where it was just you and i discussing hobbies we wanted to get into and yours was rock, rock climbing. climbing yeah and then did uh, you get into it hell no are you kidding me dude like after i saw like some of those gnarly falls mm, I'm all like, right i kind of got right. that that mortality check i'm like you all know right. what i yeah. will i will put a 45 so if i come across a cougar or bear and i'll put that down but past like you put the you know the bong eater in wrong and pfft, down you go no i I don't want to be splattered like a bug okay so you didn't get into that but you want to get into summiting some peaks no just hiking just hiking harder stuff yeah but i mean you don't want to summon them oh yeah i want to summon yeah yeah absolutely let's set a goal right here right now yeah tell the listeners tell all of instagram which is mount rainier there you go four people maybe hey thank you for for listening you guys are awesome Mm -hmm. love you uh rainier is gonna be the mountain that you you know what i'll make you a deal yeah if you summit Rainier, I will meet you at the Rainier Brewery, <laughs> and I'll have a beer with you. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, you buy. <laughs> how, about, how about this? After we have a beer, you go with me to the Asian Massage Parlor, and we can Absolutely work out Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. I don't know why that's your theme today. Because uh, we'll... I like to make you uncomfortable, Drew. That's what I like to do. That's my hobby. All right. Uh, <laughs> See Drew squirm and wiggle. Jeez, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know about that talk. Watch all our <laughs> listeners dropped off. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> my goal is to keep letting Tom make sure my head doesn't get too big. <laughs> I feel like we're making it, Tom. And then, uh, oh, yeah. Asian massage by blue, blue, blue. Oh, we're just keeping this a hobby, I guess. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Damn straight. <laughs> my hobby is to get this show. Oh, I forgot to tell everybody. We're at 550 downloads for our show. How fucking cool is that? That's awesome. That's way cool. For just two dudes in a basement making a show. I'm not going to tell you how many episodes that was. <laughs> <laughs> but 550. Thank you. Thank you, listeners. 550. That's That's impressive. Um, my goal is to get us obviously way up. I think my goal this year though, is one, I have to finish my track. That's something I have to do. I have to get my Dodge running and, and ready to rock and roll. For those that don't know, I have a 60 Dodge D 100 putting a V eight in it. Now, after years of going slow, I can finally go fast. That's going to be fun. And then I don't know, try a new hobby. And if you guys want kind of up in the air, feetfinder.com Drew. Uh, my feet are horrible. <laughs> some people I'm sure, are I'm, saying, I'm sure there's <laughs> somebody sure there's out somebody there. Somebody in no, Oh, this is actually funny. Uh, have you guys ever been on Reddit and been on Vinyl Jerk? No, I can't say that I have. It is it is my favorite thing in the world. Uh, so in case y'all don't know, 
Reddit is a place where you can go and meet other nerds and just make fun of people all day long. One of those subreddits is called Vinyl Jerk, and it's where you make fun of people who post pictures of their vinyl. Because nothing's worse than when people brag about their vinyl and it's thumbtacked to the wall. And you're like, <laughs> why'd you thumbtack your vinyl why to the wall? Why did you do that? Yeah. Right. But that's how people do it. Like They buy every single thing that Taylor Swift has come out with and they thumbtack it to a wall. Why don't you listen to it? Or they're listening to it on a Crosby. I'm not one of those judgy people who judges people... <laughs> You just like to read about judging people. I just like to I read just, about I it. I like to read it and laugh about it. But one thing that has gotten me like really excited about this whole uh, vinyl jerk is that they keep making fun of people who post pictures of their feet with the vinyl. Like, oh, here's my new Taylor Swift. And they're they're uh, you know taking a picture of it on the ground with their feet in the picture. So then vinyl jerk kind of like moved to now a bunch of people take pictures of their vinyl with their feet. <laughs> It posted on Vinyl Jerk. Oh, my God. So, like, if uh, you go through there, you'll see some of my pictures of my feet with vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, ah, here's my vinyl, here's my feet. Uh-huh. Anyway, uh, and usually the name is, is pretty self-explanatory. These guys are jerks. Gals and guys are jerks. Uh, so when you post a picture, they just tear you apart. And a lot of the pictures were like, you have the worst feet I've ever seen in my entire life. (laughs) (laughs) So I've taken that uh, to head, and I've realized I'm never going to make it on Feet Finder. I keep trying. I don't know. It's just not going to happen. But uh, what I was going to say is if anybody has a suggestion of a hobby that I should get into and should try, let me know. OnlyFans is still out there for you, Drew. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my butthole's just as bad as my feet, man. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, <laughs> I did oh. not expect that one coming no. out. I did it's not expect that it's one. It's all good. Nope. Uh, so yeah, hit us up. Let me know. Like, what's a hobby I should try? I don't. You know, there's there's a lot of hobbies out there. There is. I, I'm a hobbyist. I'm into it all. <laughs> So well, if your hobby is true, you're coming down to get a massage with me. Oh God damn it! That's just like one of those horses that is in the road, and you just keep beating oh, it. Oh, I huh? keep, I will beat that thing till it's a bloody it's pulp. Like, hey, Drew, here's the joke. Here we whack, go. Whack, 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 whack. That's yeah, all. Then you say things like that. Whack, 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 whack. <laughs> I know, right? Our show would be great for just bomb. sound bites. <laughs> like if you could just take our show and pull sound bites out of it, that would be the best. That's what our show should be used for. Really should. People are like, man, I listened to two hours of this bullshit show, but the sound bites are great. <laughs> <laughs> Just whack, 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 whack. Oh, my butthole looks worse than my feet. Go to an Asian massage parlor. <laughs> so anyway, I slid off this road. See All right. right there, Drew. We found, we found how we're going to make money. We found how we're going to make money. Sound bites. Oh, and if you don't know, we kind of have a website now. Yes-ish. If you go to one ounce poorpodcast.com we should specify that because i've actually had people be like i spelt out ounce and i'm like ugh, ugh, sorry it's one the number one oz poor podcast just like our instagram dot com. com and you can go on there and you can actually i don't know see that we're trying to build a website <laughs> and and i forgot about this last show because of our guest was just talking about all sorts of fun stuff. <laughs> we have freaking stickers, y'all. That's right. And if you were lucky enough to get one of these stickers, uh, please, if you put it somewhere, take a picture, send it to me, and I'm going to make a little uh, collage of my feet with your picture. <laughs> Told you. Getting into the feetfinder.com, Drew. You know it. Yeah. Maybe there is somebody out there that likes my feet. Maybe there is. There's an ask for every seat. There's a viewer for every feet. Oh, look at that. Another sound buy for you. There we go. There's some dude out there. Why does this one dude keep buying (laughs) all of my feet pictures? This is a little creepy. And then there's me. (laughs) I'm screwing through. This is hilarious. (laughs) Lunar turd. Why does lunar turd keep grabbing all my pictures? Dang them. (laughs) All right. So if you're going to leave our listeners with a... uh, brief how you get into overlanding what would you say you don't need anything special 
go find a dirt road somewhere that you've never driven down and just go drive down it, see where it goes. Mm. Right. That could be a Bob Dylan song. I'm sure it is. It might be. <laughs> yeah. Go to a police auction, buy a <laughs> buy, five thousand yeah. dollar police interceptor, and rally the shit out of it. Hey, there you go. Absolutely. Fun. All right. Well, hey, ouncers, thanks for listening. And you forgot to do this, and I feel like it's it's your thing. You need to hold on to it. And What's hobby your unto say? You. And hobby unto you. That's right. Mm-hmm.